This is the Relationship Podcast. This is the Mental Health Podcast. This is the Self-Love Podcast. This is the Real Life Podcast. And this is my sister's keeper. Hey! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my sister's keeper. It's your girl, Shay and... It's your girl, Nina Beans. Hey. And welcome back to all of our current listeners and followers and subscribers. And welcome new listeners and future subscribers, we hope. So as always, remember to hit the like button, the subscribe button, leave a comment, anything you could do to show your support and your love. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, since we're on that subject, we have gotten a little bit of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Buzz? Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. On one of our reels that was on Facebook. Some interactions. Some, oh, yeah. A yeah. lot. And it was good and bad, but... <laughs> Mostly bad. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, though, because to me, nothing's bad for real. I mean, anything like that. <laughs> yeah, the saying is what any... What is it? Uh, I don't know what the fuck the saying any is. Any publicity. Is, yeah, it's good, good publicity. publicity. Yeah. I, could, I was about to say bad publicity. <laughs> bad publicity. Publicity. <laughs> what is it? Pl- publicity. <laughs> Publicity. Publicity. Yeah. Here we go again. Every time. (laughs) But I don't think we're going to talk too much about that buzz right now because I think we should do a whole separate little like mini episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it don't have to be in the studio, but we're going to definitely get on that because I would like to read some of the comments and feedback that we did get and respond. Yeah, because that was insane. So who, for the people who haven't seen it, Shay, what was the reel that the real The reel is from episode 13 when we had girl talk and reminiscing with our cousin Lily, a.k.a. Yes. Millie Feline, a.k.a. Nisi Poo. Nisi Poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. And what was the question that was asked on it? I asked the question, does dick size matter? Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. You know, out of all the things we talk out about, of all the, the things one. we talked about. That should tell you what the world how the world is. Horny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Horny. Oh yeah. Horny and or insecure. Both. I think a lot of people are insecure and horny. Yeah. I'm one of them. And yeah. judgmental. Judge <laughs> judgmental as fuck. Off of one 60 second clip. They judged our whole podcast. <laughs> they said we we Yeah, we're we not doing we'll all wait. that today. But y'all should check it out on our Facebook <laughs> at My Sister's Keeper Podcast. Yeah, make sure you hit that um I can't believe that follow. it went viral though. That that shit was unexpected. You know how many reels we've made yeah. since we started? And most most of them maybe get like maybe one K views. That shit is yeah, 33K and counting still. It's still going up. It's just, I don't understand. At first, like, for me, when we were seeing the numbers go up, the goal was like 10, 10K, okay? Then we got to 10K. Then it was like 15K. Yeah. Then it got 20, and then I started counting by 10s. Like, okay. <laughs> this is kind of crazy. <laughs> that was real crazy. I was like, wow. Let's see if we can get to 50. <laughs> yeah, that's the next goal, I guess. Yeah. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to um, forget about it. Because people's feelings was hurt. But oh, any, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. Moving on, because we're here on the late night. As y'all can see, I feel like I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I, gotta, I just got off of work, literally. But she don't look like it, though. Look at her. That's because I tried. I tried to put a little something, something together. Now, yesterday, if y'all would have got me, I had lashes on, makeup. I was done. I, I was ready. yesterday. <laughs> see, we was the opposite. But mm-hmm. I'm in here with my comfy pants on, my glasses. Like, y'all know I wear glasses when I'm sleepy. <laughs> that's what i do but um, we both wear glasses for real i just don't yeah. ever wear mine because it's broken i got tape on it why would you say that? I don't give a f- I, yeah literally on live yesterday i showed them my missing tooth i don't give a fuck <laughs> i am a weird ass bitch no yes. shame in your game no shame at all this is me love it or not okay <laughs> so <laughs> um last month was what was it women's month international women's month yes. we didn't even mention it i, I forgot know completely about it i completely forgot yeah i mean i knew it was but every time we was here i forgot, I forgot. to mention it yeah i would see yeah. shit like on um on facebook or whatever and i when, when it was time to record i'm like f- so focused on whatever the topic right. was i kind of forgot i know 
But, but yeah, thank well, you to all the women out there that mm-hmm. have made contributions to the world yes. and, of course, to our country in particular. But yeah. Yes, and paving the way for future generations to yes. come. Yes. Girl power. And also, since we're in the month of April, I wanted to mention that it is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And there is a hotline that's 24-7 that if you want to report child abuse or neglect, the number for the national hotline is 1-800-422-4453. And you can text that number at the same one, 1-800-422-4453. So I really feel like that needed to be brought up because it's just too common, way too common. Unfortunately, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, it stresses me out, honestly. (laughs) for real all right guys so moving on (laughs) yes um just a little recap real quick um so as some of you may know the ones that follow us and the ones that don't y'all gonna find out (laughs) (laughs) last week we talked about uh work can't talk workplace woes so it was about like uh some shitty jobs or like some fucked up or funny job experiences and we just talked about that a little bit that was um that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I shared some shit that I haven't talked about in years about my fucked up experiences. What about you? How you feel about that episode? I liked it, but I wish I could talk about my current job. Me too. I wish. It's so much exposing, but I'm not going to do it because I still work there and I need a job. Man, if I talked about them like I want to, they fire my ass. I know exactly. for sure. On the spot. Yeah. Some supervisors tried to follow me. I had to block them. I could like, no. Just, I had to change. I changed my name on Facebook. Me too. Yeah. Shit. Don't like, be looking at my profile. No. <laughs> You're not going to find me. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for this week's episode, um, as the ones who follow know, but as, if you don't, this is the second week of the month. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. Is it? Shit, I don't know. I think we're ahead of schedule. Wait. Actually, it's not. Dang, Nina, why you do this? I fucked up. <laughs> I, we're ahead of schedule, but hey, it's all right. Because I think last month had like five weeks in it instead of four, didn't it? That's um, what threw me off. Yeah. That's what threw me off. Well, oh, well. That's all right. We're doing it this week. We do it once a month. This it's the, month, we a little bit ahead. That's yeah, all. It's the mental health check. <laughs> wow. It's supposed to be next week. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> March fucked me up, man. Um, but anyway... Yeah, so this is mental health check number four, right? Four. Is it four? Yeah, number four. Okay. Should I think? (laughs) You know what? It's the mental health check of the month, and you'll see the number next to the episode when we post it. Pretty sure it's four, but yeah, yeah. So um, before we even go any further about like what the subject is about, I guess I should do like a trigger warning. I mean, just in case we say some shit that might be triggering to people, I'd rather just put it out there. I don't intend for this episode to get too crazy, but it's, y'all know me. So this topic is either it could be personal because yeah. you yourself are or have been in this position yeah. or somebody close to you that, you know, is or was, you know, in this position. So, right. We just want to give a heads up. <laughs> yes. And before we start, though, I do want to start off by asking Shay. How you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm just sleepy because, you know, we're here late, like I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is outside of our norm. It's past my bedtime. Got to work in the morning, but I'm good. I had a good day. That's good. So how are you feeling? <sighs> kind of same. I mean, I'm tired as hell. Um, my job really whooped my ass today. <clears throat> <laughs> um, this past week, though, was very stressful. I kind of wish this week was workplace woes, but like we said, we can't talk about our current job. But it was a lot of shit going on for me in the workplace this week. Um, I, I kind of wanted to quit, but uh, some issues were resolved. But it was it was a lot of drama at my job, a lot. But uh, for the most part, I'm okay now. Um, this kind of leads into what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, I did we well we both saw it, but uh, I actually saw something on Facebook that. Um, we were going to talk about this topic eventually, but it kind of made me really want to do it this week. Maybe that's why I want to do it so bad. Oh, I didn't yeah. even realize that it wasn't the second week of the month. But um, so someone that I don't uh, exactly know personally, but I uh, it sounds kind of weird and I kind of feel like a stalker, but I'm not. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I kind of like I don't want to say I grew up with her on Facebook, but I kind of did. Um, yeah. This girl, she 
she went, I think I went to, I started junior high school with her maybe. And then high school, mm-hmm. um, she was a popular cheerleader. Um, she, she, from what I saw, she looked like a really good person, a real fun person to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she recently passed away. Um, and it's funny because I, like I said, I don't know her. I never did know her personally, but that shit broke my heart. Cause like yeah. I said, I've, I've been her Facebook friend for years. <clears throat> um, I, like I said, I never knew her personally, but like, I don't know. I just felt like we could have been really good friends. It seems like, um, I mean, from what I've like things that I've heard, it seemed like she might've kind of had like some issues go- like going on. Yeah. And I probably could relate to some of those. Cause I've been through some shit as well, you know? Um, but it really broke my heart and I just wanted to, um, share my condolences to her family and, her, um, friends. her friends and yeah, that really fucked me up. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know her personally either, but you know, the city is so damn small. Like, yeah, you see everybody at least <laughs> like once. <laughs> yeah. And especially like around our same age group, we went to school, you know, the city ain't that big. So we pa- right. we cross paths every now and then. And I feel like I saw the decline in, like, I don't want to pass judgment or over speak about something I don't know for 100%, but I definitely noticed the difference like over the years. So my condolences as well. Yeah. It's, it's really heartbreaking. It's tragic. It's very yeah. tragic. And that's what we were going to talk about today, actually, for our mental health check. Um, a part of um, mental health that we want to talk about today is actually addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, this, this is going to be a trigger warning. Um, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now, but I just felt like now we might as well just get it out there. Yeah. So, um, I'll share the um, addiction definition. Okay. According to... Isn't it from Gabor? Yes. Gabor Mate. I think we're saying that name right. Hopefully we say it right. <laughs> um I don't he's a, he's a he's just amazing. Is he a psychiatrist or I don't even fucking know. But I've been watching a lot of his YouTube videos. He mm-hmm. I know he's some kind of scholar. That's all I know. Yeah. But I know he's amazing at and he just listening to him is just soothing. But yeah. go ahead. His voice is nice. <laughs> it is nice. But um yeah. okay. So the definition that we have for addiction here is it is any behavior that a person finds relief and therefore craves in the short term, but suffers negative consequences in the long term and doesn't give up despite the negative consequences. So craving pleasure and relief in the short term, negative consequences in the long term, and the inability to give it up is the definition by Gabor Mate of addiction. Right. And, um, I mean, it's any behavior, any behavior. We're not even talking like just specific, like drugs and alcohol, any human behavior. Right. It don't have to be a substance abuse, right? Anything that you do too much of and you can't stop like anything that you give some examples. I like some examples. Okay. Well, first of all, I'll just say what the substances are and then go into the other things that are not, that can be addictions. So the substances that can be addictive are cocaine, meth, heroin, fentanyl, marijuana, nicotine, alcohol. And then after that, here's the things that are not necessarily substances, but can become addictive, which are sex, gambling, internet relationships, shopping, eating, working out, extreme sports, and pornography. Anything that gives you immediate gratification. Yeah, like anything that feels good. Like you said, anything that feels good in the short term. Yeah. And um, we definitely about to get into that because yeah, <laughs> I even talked about it on virtual reality overload. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of my addictions. You Internet. Know, it must be a fine line, though, because <clears> like it's I feel like if it's I used to think if it's not hurting you like physically, I guess it's not considered an addiction. I used to think that. But now I know that it can be. Well, it kind of hurts you in the long term, but in different ways, depending on what. Not like always physically. Right. It could hurt you financially. Or mentally. Yeah. It could rob you of time. Just Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. It's all all different kind of 
like consequences of any kind of addiction mm. and that's scary to think because like you could think you're doing a good thing like working out but you can overdo it oh yeah you can hurt your joints and shit yeah like, people that be lifting them weights be like <coughs> fucking their we call it ligaments and shit yeah ligaments ligaments like, yeah shut up <laughs> it's a part of it <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm just trying to sound educated <laughs> but yeah good um, job nina <laughs> Thanks. Um, But I do want to ask a question because also like um, I've been like looking online like to like different information for addiction. Mm -hmm. And the popular definition that I kept finding was that um, it's a genetic disorder. And I also seen a lot of people and even on like social media, they also say it's a choice. Mm -hmm. And um, the question today is, do you think that it's a genetic order that genetic disorder or a choice or either? Or neither, should I say? Um, I don't think it's either. I feel the same way, but tell me why you feel I don't way. think it's either because we're all born into this world as a baby. And our environment and the people that we grow up with shape us and form us into what we'll later become. Like, not even if it's not even like out front. What I'm trying to say is like, it can be something hidden inside of you mm-hmm. that you haven't come to terms with or you didn't realize was affecting you but it was a part of your development yeah. so it comes out later therefore i don't feel like you were born with it and you didn't purposely choose it you know yeah. what i mean so <laughs> that's why i feel like it's neither what what do you feel about that um i, kinda, I basically actually agree and that's another point that we were going to talk about uh, a little later but mm-hmm. yeah i do feel like it definitely stems in childhood um specifically childhood trauma um and like a lot of people say like you know there's nothing wrong with me nothing happened but mm-hmm. people don't understand exactly what trauma is or like um we'll get into this later because i kind of want to go into like our personal shit real yeah. quick but i just want to say that a lot of people <laughs> think that like trauma is like the fucked up things that have happened to you so like for example like um like if your parents get divorced or if your dad's an alcoholic or your mom's a drug addict or um your family went broke they're bankrupt or some shit you're poor or you're homeless mm-hmm. um you had sexual abuse or physical abuse um anything like that those things are actually traumatic, but that's not the trauma. The trauma is actually what happens inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go too much because we're going to talk about it a little later. But basically that is and what happens like when you like the trauma inside of you, like you lose connection to your body, you lose connection to your emotions. You have a very fucked up view of the world mm-hmm. and of other people and of yourself. That's what trauma is. You become like disconnected. Yes. But yeah. um um just real quick, uh, I just want to talk about like our personal like addictions or issues with addiction or anything. Um I don't know, mine's a little heavy. I don't know if you want to go first since yours are probably a little more lighter. You're you're the more we always <laughs> you know, I'm the more fucked up one. So <sighs> here we go. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't recognize all my addictions i don't know if i have multiple i mean you don't have to say them all just like any any of them you want the only one that i realized that i have an addiction to is nicotine like i don't i used to smoke like i started this has been on and off like throughout the years probably the past 10 years for real it was like black and mild same everybody was smoking them you know <laughs> going out when you go out you when you drink you want to smoke like i cannot drink if i'm not gonna smoke okay because <laughs> it just boosted it for me so that's where that started and then like as i got older i guess in my mid-20s i was smoking cigarettes <laughs> i don't know Same. why i started that because i thought they were so disgusting and until you hit one of them bitches and it's like yeah and then if you ain't had nothing to smoke in a while like you just it does the same thing yeah or you just get used to it i used like, to love menthol i was addicted yeah. to that cooling yeah, feeling yeah when it hit the back Ooh. of your throat <laughs> that's what it is it, so nice <laughs> that's what it was for me yeah but um i really feel like that smoking uh tobacco products really messed my teeth up same my shit's yellow as fuck and i got rotten i oh, think yeah, i bad. think that's why my tooth had broke mine too so i'm not I even, got, i'm missing a side tooth i'm yeah. not ashamed to admit it because <sighs> it's a part of some people's lives and now we're getting older and you know we can't do the same <laughs> things we used to but now i do vape 
And I don't I feel wanna, like that's worse, man. I mean, maybe it is. I don't want to keep doing it, but I mean, for now, it does what I needed to do because mm-hmm. I can do it indoors. I don't have to go outside all the time. I was out there freezing trying to smoke a cigarette. Like. I remember that. <laughs> I, I was right there with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the smell, the smell. I really hate the smell. Now it's tolerable, but it's not good. Nothing you smoke that you're inhaling that's not oxygen is bad for you. Okay. (laughs) So I know this. I don't need anybody to tell me. I know. And I do plan to stop one day. Like, I mean, I know it's like, if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? I've been saying this for the longest. I tried and then it worked and then I started again. And I think my addiction comes from stress like life you know we all got stress but for me it seems to help in the short term right mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's gonna have long-term effects like i know there are so many it, it potential sucks. health risks and it sucks because i know yeah and i don't feel like i can stop at the moment no i understand yeah i understand and honestly like it's a part of me that doesn't want to yet and i know you shouldn't just stop like just stop cold turkey like i did hear when we was going to school for medical assistant she was like i know you guys are really stressed out right now but if you're smokers this is the wrong time to stop while you're stressed like (laughs) i remember that it'll like do something to your body like Mm -hmm. because if you just stop while you're stressed Mm -hmm. you, you just it's not a good idea yeah but I don't know. Like, I can't really explain it. It's something that you can't really explain. I don't know why I know that it's bad and I don't want to stop yet. Yeah. I mean, that's... I feel like it's because you can't really see the effects. So you don't feel like it's real. But I know it's real. Yeah. It sucks. (laughs) I don't know. Well, But that's what I feel like mine is. I don't know about anything else that I do too much of. And can't control. So it's really just the smoking with you. Yeah. Do you, well, I know you said like why it first started, but do you think it might be a deeper reason or just was back then? No, because I'm always stressed out. (laughs) Like, I don't ever feel like maybe I feel like I'm fine for a little while and then something else happens. Life is always throwing curveballs. I don't know where something else is stressing me out. And I know I probably worry too much about things. I'm an overthinker, so a lot of things stress me out. Like same, simple same. things. Mm-hmm. Traffic stresses me out. <laughs> Going to work sometimes stress me out. Like just everything. Just the news, watching the news stresses me out because of what's happening in the world. Just life, you know yeah. what I mean? Have you Ugh. ever tried like a different coping skill to deal with your stress? Like have you ever tried anything else? Or- like a nicotine patch? Well, that, but I mean, like a different kind of activity that might feel good, that might be health healthier for you, or um, I don't think anything is going to feel like that. Have you tried anything? I'm asking. I thought about like eating healthy and working out. Like I thought that would be the replacement, but it's not. <laughs> so I don't know what else would be. I don't know. Okay, I mean. I mean, maybe, well, I ain't a fucking doctor. I know, right? You over here analyzing (laughs) me, giving solutions. (laughs) Like, and how does that make you feel? I didn't ask you that. No, I know. But I'm just, I don't know. Maybe just try to try different shit. You only, you you tried the like working out and eating for like a day because I know you. But no offense, but I know like you ain't working out. (laughs) Not for a day. You ain't working out. No, I work out every day. Watch your job. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't need to afterwards. I just, don't don't, I don't but have that's a strength. different kind of thing you like you're you walk but you need to like maybe try to lift some weights or something doing or, physical activity for eight hours I, I understand I do the that's, same thing that's a lot I do the same thing I get Ugh. it and I used to work out every day I don't know how I just like want to pass out when I come home I need to start doing that again like I keep talking if to I shit, but eat I'm gonna healthy and do my job like I think I'll be fine I just I just can't work out after I'm working out all day long. <laughs> That's why you work out before work. That's what I usually um, do. No, I can barely wake up in the morning. What do you mean? Do you know what you, time I get up? 
five. Yeah, who working out that early? <laughs> a lot of people do. I don't know. I have a child. I don't know if those people got kids, but that's not <laughs> realistic for me. <laughs> I don't know, Shay. I was just trying to offer some shit. I, know. I don't know. Maybe you look know what? into that or something. There's I don't know. another thing with addiction. Like, I'm making excuses. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I know I am. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what are your addiction or addictions that you want to talk about honestly i feel like i have too many to really? discuss for this episode yeah too many what's too many like counting on more than two hands well i can't think of it i don't have the whole list i didn't make out a list but from the top of my head i'll just name a few like you um i want to say i'm in recovery for smoking um how long has it been now maybe like a month but i've been smoking f- since i was 18 i'm 30 years old now so that's what uh no 12 years mm-hmm. about 12 years um started with black and milds then it went to cigarettes then it went back to black and milds um it's been about a month since i quit again um the longest i think i went was maybe like a year or so mm-hmm. um i would like to stop completely um also another one so smoking um I'd say throughout my teenage and adult life, I definitely would say I'm addicted to like relationships. Um, codependency is a big one for me. Um, very codependent, trying to learn how to not be. But based on my like childhood and my attachment styles to people, I'm very I get clingy sometimes. But I think I'm what's, what? What do we say? Disorganized. I'm like avoidant slash. Um, what was the other one? Anxious. So it's mm-hmm. like a cling. I'm clingy, but also distant. It's fucked up. But anyway, yeah. so relationships, Toxic. nicotine. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> alcohol. You said yeah. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> toxic. Okay, go ahead. Sometimes I can be. We all can be toxic yeah. a little bit. But that's another one. I'm addicted. Ad- addicted <laughs> to toxicity. Being toxic sometimes. Yeah, that was a big one for at least like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Alcohol, though, I do want to talk about that for a minute, and I'm going to try not to get emotional, but uh, that right now is probably my biggest addiction. Oh, before I talk about alcohol, um, being negative towards myself. Um, Self-hate, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I've been doing that since I was a kid because um, it started off as a defense mechanism, and I kind of forgot to turn it off. Because, like, you know, I wanted to make fun of myself before anybody else did. I would say my flaws before anybody else did. So that way it's like, okay, I already said it. Shut the fuck up. I right. already know. I'm ugly. I know. I was an ugly kid. I really was. Um, and as I got older, it just, no matter what I did, I still feel that way. Like, I know people tell me I'm not ugly, but I, I don't see that at all. And, like, I literally look in the mirror and talk shit about myself every time I wake up in the morning. So you never think that you're pretty? I think sometimes I look nice. Like, I can clean up if I want, but... That's how I feel. But that's not what I actually look like. Like, when you take the makeup off, that's not what I look like. But you you don't look much different. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We all got imperfections, like, you know? But you definitely still look like the same person. It ain't like you get on there and try to, like, change your whole look to be somebody else. No. You can be recognized as the same person with or without the makeup. Well, basically what I'm trying to say is I don't see what other people see. I see something completely different. That's why I think you think I have, well, body dysmorphia, but even face dysmorphia. Or whatever it's a part of your called. body, so it's just body dysmorphia. Yeah. But I do want to talk about alcohol real quick. Um <laughs> This is kind of fucked up because I'm actually having a drink right now. Um, I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm fine. Cause our, now, right now I do it in moderation. <clears throat> I think it obviously, hold on, I got a cough. <clears throat> I think it started off like I would like binge in college. I was a really bad binge drinker. Um, that's actually a lot with a lot of my addictions though. I binge and then I'll restrict for a little bit. Like, it's weird. So it's like, it's never constant with me, though. It's like, I can, I'll do it for like months or even years, and then I'll stop for a little bit, um, months or years, and I'll start back up. It's fucking weird. I don't know. Um, that's But alcohol is a little different. Um, right now, I said I do it in moderation. So like, I'll get drunk a couple nights a week, but not like every fucking night. But at one point in my life, how many years ago was that? Well, last year was too. But um, a couple years ago, it was really bad. Um, I literally would wake up in the morning. I would immediately have to drink or I would feel sick. Um, go to work, sober up, sweat it out throughout the day, come home, immediately get drunk or I would be sick. 
Like, even at work, sometimes I was sick. Like, for eight hours, it was fucked up. Um, but then my body, I guess, got used to that schedule. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's fucked up because I don't even drink hard liquor. I drink wine. Mm-hmm. I'm a wino. <laughs> That's fucked up to say, but it's true. Um, people, a lot of people dismiss wine, but you can be addicted to wine. Okay. And I remember the one time that I almost fucking died. I just want to talk about that real quick. Um, you remember that? In college? No. What? At home in my apartment. It I was, was gonna because die of alone. drinking? Yeah. When I busted my lip. I thought it was something else i had took i took my psychiatric meds mm, and that, i drank that's what i thought okay almost fucking died um that's why when i drink now i don't i don't take my meds um which is not healthy either <laughs> but it's more safer than taking my meds and drinking yeah it is um i don't know what the fuck i was thinking but i had i okay so when you know when you get wine bottles the skinny ones mm-hmm. i started getting the bigger fat ones i would drink one in the morning a big fat bottle a whole bottle yes and then a whole big one at home late at night after work. But um, this particular night, I think I, I think I was off the next day. Or maybe I had to call off. I don't know. You probably had to call off. Probably. But um, I took my meds and I got drunk as fuck. Actually, I wasn't even expecting. I wasn't intending to get that drunk. I was just trying to feed my addiction. Because like I said, if I don't drink, I would get sick. So at this point, I'm just drinking to maintain, you know. And um, I drank and I just remember I felt like something felt weird in me and I felt like I was dying. I was, I can't describe this feeling. It was fucking weird. Um, I just, I started sweating. I was dripping sweat. My heart was pounding and I started like losing consciousness. Like I was like in and out of consciousness and like everything was dizzy. It started going black and I'm like, Oh my God, I got to do something. I got to go get some water or something. I remember I was sitting on my couch. Um, I tried to stand up and I wanted to go to the, um, the kitchen to grab a water bottle. Um, so the way my apartment is, my couch is right here and my kitchen is like over there. But in between that is like my little dining table. <laughs> I remember, or was that, I don't know if it was before or after I got the water. I think it was after. I don't know how, but I fucking face planted and I bit into my lip. Yeah. And my, I just remember. I remember the I picture. Bit, yeah. I bit into my lip and I guess at some point I must have got up and I grabbed the water and then I passed out and I tried to stumble to my room and I passed out on the floor. I remember what I woke up, there was water all over the floor. I guess I spilled the water bottle yeah. and I woke up to the taste of blood in my mouth and I go in the mirror. My fucking face and my lip was swollen. It looked like cartoonish, like a big <laughs> fat lip. I'm so sorry to laugh, no, but I remember the picture. Yeah. I, I bit into my lip like i guess i bit down yeah it was bad it, it was looked bad. like somebody did that to you yeah it looked like somebody whooped my ass it was bad <clears throat> um i i think at one point i might have convulsed a little bit i was convulsing a little bit i don't remember you telling me that it wasn't like a lot but i remember i was like shaking or some shit i don't i, I don't like before i either before or after i passed out and then i passed out again but i remember i did i was shaking a little bit um but that's when I knew I'm like, oh, wow, um, I have a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like ever since then, it gets bad sometimes. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, I'll binge. <laughs> um, I remember once I don't want to keep going to stories and shit, but um, it got real bad a little recently, maybe about a month ago. Was it a month ago? I went out with some coworkers and we went bowling mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but I just was binge drinking to the point where they had to somebody. One of my coworkers had to drive my car and the other ones uh, followed them home, followed me and them home to take them home. Like it was fucked up. Were you like in a anxious situation where you feel an anxiety? Like you feel like you had to like, I mean, maybe Drink a lot. I'm first of all, I'm socially awkward. So drinking naturally just calms me down. It makes me feel more relaxed. But you were just doing it too fast and then it hit you and it was too late. Like- well, I kept drinking. I just kept drinking. I was mixing. Li- I had liquor, oh. wine and beer that night. Wow. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I know that you're not supposed to mix, but I did that night. I didn't give a fuck. I don't know. It was weird. Um, but uh, anyway, I actually am considering going to AA. I keep saying that, but I, I'm dead ass. Um, but I've been doing good recently. I literally only drink when we do the show. But mm-hmm. at, at some point, I'm probably going to just have to stop because after I leave here, I'm probably going to go buy another bottle. Really, Nina? Yeah. I don't know. I like the, You don't understand, though. 
if I could, without suffering the consequences, I would be drunk every day. Okay, of I course. I love this feeling. People, of course people <laughs> would do it without suffering the consequences. It's fucked up that I'm talking about this so openly. Like, but I love being drunk. It feels so good. Like, I don't like hangovers. I don't get hangovers anymore. That's I mean, unless I mix li- like liquor and all the yeah, other shit. But I don't like, get hangovers. That's to another level. If you don't get hangovers no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, I just wanted to get into a little bit more of what Gabor or Gabor, 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 Gabor said. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a YouTube video, by the way, guys, if you want more reference, um, it's called how childhood trauma leads to addiction in adulthood. I think that's the whole name. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you're developing, like as a child, um, human well not even humans any mammals or anybody a s- clap <laughs> anyway <laughs> you have um two important needs so you need you have the need for attachment and the need for authenticity so the need for attachment is basically like the closeness and proximity to like you and your parents or your caregivers or whoever's looking after you like physically well, besides the physical needs of a child, like more so, I mean, like um, the relationship closeness. Yes, the yeah, like the attachment. Remember, <laughs> we were talking about like attachment styles mm-hmm. of like growing up and shit. It's your attachment, and then um, so like yeah, you need that because like especially like as an infant, you have to look to others to help you survive. You can't take care of yourself. You're a baby. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. like I said, mammals, they their mothers or well, sometimes a father, but mostly the mother takes care of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the other need is authenticity, which is your gut feelings, your instinct. It basically like the things that inside of you make you, you, you yeah. know? Um, so the question that he asked in the video was, um, what happens when your authenticity threatens your attachment relationships? So he gave an example and I, that was like the best example I've ever heard of. It was like, basically like when you're a little kid and like, say like, I'm just say like a scenario is like in the video, it's a little girl and she gets mad and she starts to have a temper tantrum because her mom wouldn't let her have a cookie before dinner time. Mm-hmm. So her mom says that, um, good little kids don't get angry because, like for example like her mom grew up in a home like her childhood trauma was um she grew up in a home where like her parents were angry and she herself is very terrified at the even the very expression of anger (laughs) so she tells her child now that good little kids don't get angry but the child internalizes that in a way that it's not that good little kids don't get angry but it's that angry kids don't get loved so what that means is in the child's head, because like her mom might be, you know, not obviously not giving her what she wants. She might start to ignore her or be kind of mean towards her. So she's not experiencing love in that moment. So what happens is she um, suppresses her authenticity. So she won't act like she's angry when she really feels like she wants to be. Yes. So she'll calm down and not, you know, behave and follow her mom and eat dinner and, whether or not she gets the cookie, but she suppressed it. And we actually all do that as humans, Um, especially in childhood, you know, like when you're growing up and your parents are disciplining you, Mm -hmm. that's what's supposed to happen though. But what happens is when you grow up and even like in adulthood, like in a more modern setting, like when you're working and shit, you can't just go off on your boss, even if they piss you off, you got to suppress that shit. So is that wrong? No, it's not I don't want to say like it's wrong or right, but I mean, what basically I'm just trying to explain like what a lot of us go through. So like, it affects people differently though. Well, yeah, but I'm not saying this part leads to like, a, well, I mean, like, it could for some people. Yeah, that's but what, what I'm I mean. saying is this is a general thing that happens with people. I'm just talking about like how like if your authenticity might threaten your attachment relationships with people. Cause mm-hmm. like we all kind of for, well, some people just act however the fuck they want (laughs) but um for most of us we (laughs) control it and contain it so it's like a even though it's kind of a traumatic thing that happens especially in childhood when you're acting out you got to suppress it if you want to stay attached you gotta um basically 
back down and f- listen to what your parents are doing because if not you know you're probably gonna get your ass whooped or whatever happened or <laughs> it's just to create order in the world yeah but we be... we all can we all have to follow rules you right know? you have well, laws as adults right. so when you're a child you have household rules right you can't just act and do whatever you want to do like right but it's it's like i i kind of get what he meant by that though but also so he also said though like when you're developing um your body like uh develops what they call endorphins mm-hmm. which is like literally your body's internal opiates like it's the natural opiates inside of you like the feel good uh chemicals mm-hmm. um but say like a person that grew up in a household that was violent or like whatever a lot of traumatic shit happened to them when they're developing those endorphins don't develop so that's why I like when a lot of people do heroin for the first time it feels it feels like a nice warm hug it feels like that love and attachment that they never had as a child mm-hmm. um that's just an example for heroin but any other kind of addiction it it's it, it feels good you know it's a comfort yeah. it's a comfort mm-hmm. you know um so yeah that's basically like what that is and um i just liked his theory if y'all want to like know like the whole thing watch yeah, the video it was a good video it was really good it helped you understand addiction better because I used to be one of those people who judged other people same with hard addictions. Yeah. Like or the more obvious that you can see. Right. The ones that have physical effects on you and yeah. affect your life and your relationships with people in your life. Mm-hmm. And like you're unable to work and be a productive person of society. Like I used to judge those because mm-hmm. they make bad decisions because they can't help it. Yeah. But you know, I do feel like after you start um a hard substance abuse like uh, heroin for example or you know <clears throat> cocaine anything like that pills something but it's like i feel like it becomes a disease i don't feel like it is a disease at first because you do like most people do choose it not everybody does sometimes something happens to them where they get exposed to it and they didn't ask for it but once you are in it it's a disease because you can't stop and you want more and you want to feel like you did the first time and you never will. So I, see what you're saying. I feel like it becomes a disease. Mm-hmm. It's not in, like initially a disease because it's yeah. not something that just attached like, you know, it's sitting on the on the counter and it just gets on you. And now you're hooked. Like, it's not like that. Somebody did it to you or you did it to yourself. Now it's a disease that you can't get rid of. Oh, yeah. But I don't I don't like to judge people anymore. Like. Like, it's uncomfortable for me to be around because it's unnatural, like, what happens. And it's just, it's uncomfortable for me. So, I understand everybody's life is different and things happen to get them at this point that they're at in their life. So, I just try not to judge. But at first, I definitely was one of those people who judged. And I, I, I just want to say, I was too. Um, I used to judge and I used to even make fun of people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is though, I had to stop when I realized that I myself am an addict. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I really had to take a look at myself and I'm like, damn bitch, like you're an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic. Like you need this to feel normal. Like that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like I used to judge people, you know? Yeah. And, um, especially when they do a lot of fucked up shit, like steal from their family or yeah. hurt themselves or hurt other people. And it's just like, the addiction is so strong. Like, like I understand it now. Cause I, I mean, I haven't done like a lot of crazy outrageous shit, shit, but I have done some things to, in order to make sure like I got what my fix, like I would go Mm. broke buying bottles because I need, I don't want to feel sick. That's another thing right there. Going broke over it. Like, yeah. Coming down to your last. I used to do it and I would rather drink than eat. I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to feel that. I didn't want to feel sick. Like it's, it's fucked up um wow so shay um do you want to add a little bit more to that real quick though about like um the positive that could come out of this out of addiction yeah there is hope for people that are addicted it's not just like a a, it's not a death sentence you know what i'm saying oh yeah i know it's not a death sentence but um recovery process yeah like what is recovery (laughs) like what what do you you know okay so at some point, we have to come to the understanding that we can't help or save someone who doesn't want that for themselves. Like, that's just the reality. And some people can quit whatever their addiction is, cold turkey. 
But in most cases, it requires some work. And it's not something that happens overnight. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I'm, like, losing where I'm at. Hold on. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Most extreme addicts have to hit what's called rock bottom first before they can truly turn their lives around. And some, you know, unfortunately, rock bottom could be where it's too late. And that sucks. But back to the positive of this, the solution. Well, wait, rock. Well, that's not rock bottom. That's death. That's rock, rock bottom. Well, rock bottom means the point where like you're at your lowest. So like that, I mean, you can that sounds die. Like that's it. No, rock bottom is like basically like when you, like if you like go like overboard you lose it or all. go back. Well, no, like say like somebody did die maybe, but they get resuscitated. Okay. Of Narcan. Yeah. That is rock bottom. Okay. Or if you lose your house or your family, like that's rock bottom. Okay. Or your job. I think the first one you said is what I'm thinking about rock bottom. Yeah, but you're talking about like permanent death. Like you like when you die. No, <laughs> no, no, rock Nina, bottom. Don't twist up my words. I swear that's what you just said. I didn't mean it like that. Okay, but no, <laughs> rock bottom is you come. You can come back from it, but it's the like the one of the most tragic things that happened during your addiction, basically. Like you OD. Right. That's or, what I was thinking. That's the, or you, like I said, or you the only lose thing. all your money or you become like morbidly obese and like you have to go in the hospital because yeah. you can't fucking walk or something. Or you gamble all your money away and you're fucking bankrupt and then IRS is after you or like, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's rock bottom. Well, for some reason, when I heard rock bottom, I thought about the first thing you said. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> The solution is not just to recognize what happened in the past, but to recognize manifestations in the moment and reconnecting with the body and emotions that you lost. So then the process of recovery can begin. And when people recover, they find themselves again because the loss of self is the essence of trauma. And that's what Gabor said. I love that. Mm -hmm. I actually made a status about the, that the um essence of trauma wait the loss of self is the essence of trauma mm -hmm. that was just so powerful to me like how yeah. it's true though it really is like you lose yourself in that shit but i really do feel like childhood trauma like i said no matter what it is i do feel like that has a big like it, it's a big role into like everyone's addictions and not everyone is addicted to something but most people in this world are addicted to something i don't know if i know anybody who's not addicted to one thing like or like at any point in their life yeah like at some point there's something you do too much of yeah are, are you addicted to anything do you want to share you don't oh yeah have to share. you don't have to share marijuana oh okay okay do, why do you smoke it can i ask Besides the fact that it feels good. I mean, do, like, do you like remember like why you started? Is it because your friends were doing it or yeah, you just it probably started because of my friends? Yeah. But it's been like an everyday thing since. Yeah. yeah so I, I, it's addicting. I know people be like, it's not addicting. It is addicting. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I don't say. care what nobody says. Right. Like, I don't know. Cause I don't like it personally. I sometimes. So I, I, I used to feel like it was like, you know, I would say that to people who claim that they're addicted because I don't understand. They say it's not. No, nah, it is. Is there something in it? Like mm, the feeling you get. Yeah. You want to chase that feeling that you oh, once okay. had when you first hit that shit. It's like anything mm -hmm. you want to feel that first high. That's the, like the best ever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No matter what it is, that first time you do it, it's like, I want it every time. So yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a hypocrite. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm drinking wine right now, and I'm talking about the fact that I'm a fucking alcoholic. You said you wanted to go to AA, so don't feel bad. <sighs> don't, like, beat yourself up about it. It's just fucked up because being an alcoholic is more acceptable than being a hard drug addict. But it's still an addiction, and it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I hate that this is so normalized. Drinking. It's legal. It is legal, yeah. but it's still fucking... It, I know. It ruins people's lives. Yeah. And it, it almost has ruined my life, you know? Um, I don't know, but I guess that's my goal this year to get my ass in the AA and to stop drinking. Well, I don't know about completely at some point. I do believe moderation or every now and then, but we'll see. I don't know. You can do it. I told you I would go with you if you wanted me to. 
I think I, I want to try. Maybe for my vacation in mm-hmm. June. Maybe one day during that week I want to try. Okay. Uh, well, just let me know when you're ready because I'll go with you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, y'all, it's time for my sweet treat of the day. <laughs> I, You know what? I can't stand you. You just have no faith in me anymore. I keep coming with the worst ones. The worst oh, one. Goodness. At least you know. Dang. So what? I hate both of y'all. They ain't been sweet in a minute. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to say it no more. Yeah, come on. I don't it? even want to say it no more. Camera's on you. Let's go. <sighs> All right. So... I don't care what y'all think because I told you since day one, I don't care what nobody thinks. So the sweet treat since I like to drink wine, Nina likes wine. Who don't like wine? All right. Now, (laughs) if you spill uh, red wine like on white carpet, Mm -hmm. the solution to get it out is white wine. You pour what? it. You pour it on there and just scrub it out. It comes right out. I have never heard of that one, and I'm a yeah. wine drinker. Yeah. Wait, white wine gets the red wine the red out of wine out. a white or tan light colored carpet. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you know that art? Not at all. I've never heard. Well, of Well, now that. you know. <laughs> what do you think of that one? I don't really spill wine, so <laughs> you don't drink wine. I don't spill it. Oh, okay. What about your Let's female speak, friends? Yeah. They never spilled no wine. Actually, you know, I have a lot of things at my house, and nobody has ever <laughs> spilled wine or liquor on like carpet or couch. Well, that's oh, good. Yeah, well, you want a lucky one. Clumsy yeah. sometimes, but then again, I don't really like red wine, so I don't have that problem. But I did get my floor, my carpet burned by uh, a hookah cold, though. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah, I don't have. You a, Maybe I don't, you find a solution for that. I don't have a sweet treat for burns. You can't get that out. You got to replace it. <laughs> exactly. They're still making me meals to this day. Wow. wow. They owe you. <laughs> y'all silly. All right, y'all. So before we end today's episode, I'm really stuffy. I, I don't know it. what's going on. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I also have a quote from the famous and educated Gabor. He says, we may not be responsible for the world that created our minds, but we can take responsibility for the mind with which we create our world. So I just want to <laughs> put those. That sounded really nice. I'm sorry. You're just so stuffy. I know. It sounds horrible. <laughs> you couldn't say mind. 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 <laughs> mind. Okay. I'm dying. <laughs> You're my nerves, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's allergy season. All right. Okay? Yes. <laughs> okay, y'all. So, okay. Okay. Nina, stop. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> All right. So, y'all know where to find us by now. Our... Um, loyal followers and supporters y'all can find us on youtube under msk podcast and for those of you who are new that's where you can find us on youtube msk podcast and if you would like to listen to the audio we are found on apple and spotify under my sister's keeper and i have a uh, instagram account which is shay yay underscore msk mm-hmm. and nina does not have one just yet <laughs> i'm lazy i don't be on instagram <laughs> it's it's uh, it's really fun i can't even talk <laughs> but we have a tiktok account as well what is yes. it nina beans oh shit i think it's msk podcast yeah i believe it's msk, MSK podcast because neither one of us get on there but <laughs> y'all, can still, there. <laughs> y'all can still follow us we're gonna add more content in the near future it's just yes. so many different platforms to keep up with and that one's new to us so it's like we still got a lot to learn and one more thing y'all can send us emails at mskpod611 at gmail.com for anyone who would like to um provide any topic ideas or topics you want us to discuss um and anybody who would like to be a sponsor of the show we would greatly appreciate that yes we would yeah so i think we're about done for today and once again this has been my My sister's sister's keeper. keeper